You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today.
says on the song that we have sang, Jesus my Savior, lover of my soul, your sacrifice became my cure, the promise keeper, you're ever faithful, so when you say you're coming for me, you will come. Church, truly, God is faithful. God was faithful to us before, He will be faithful to us today, and He will be faithful to us in the future. Shall we pray? Lord, may I salamat for your faithfulness, Lord. But in spite of the circumstances that nangyari po sa amin this past 2020, 2021, Lord, we experienced, Lord, your faithfulness to each and every one of our lives, Lord. May I salamat, Lord, for the grace as we, as we have this, Lord, in the coming year, Lord. May I salamat, Lord. We're excited for 2022. Kung ano po yung gagawin niyo sa buhay namin, Lord. As you reveal more to us, Lord, give us a heart of obedience to follow you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome po sa ating uh, online worship service. My name is Pastor Elijah. And uh, dito sa Victory, dalawang po ang ginagawa natin. That's to honor God and make disciples. So, Happy New Year to each and everyone. No, uh, I hope you're excited. No, sa ating uh, prayer and fasting na gaganapin po natin on uh, January 10 to 14. So, yung manuals po is available both for kids and for adults. Uh, available po siya sa ating Facebook page and the Victory Carmona Facebook page and also to the link below. And also po, during that time, as we consecrate ourselves and uh, prepare uh, for the for 2022 po, we'll, we'll, we'll have a service daily service from Monday through Friday, uh, 7 p.m. January 10 to 14. So, yun po, no? yun na po yung announcement natin. So, as we prepare no, our hearts for our prayer and fasting, sulat na po natin yung ating mga faith goals and also things that we're thankful of na ginawa, sa ginawa ni Lord this past year. So, in time of our offering, let me read uh, Isaiah chapter 49. 15 to 16 ang sabi po dito can a mother forget a baby at her breast and no and have no compassion on the child she has born though she may forget i will not forget you see i have engraved you on the palm of my hands your walls are before me shall we pray lord thank you for the offering that you that we're gonna give lord salamat lord sa opportunity na binigay niyo po as we give this offering to you, Lord. May you accept it as a pleasing sacrifice, an aroma, pleasing sacrifice, Lord. Bless the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So in the next few slides, po, you'll find information and instruction about how to give online. Please feel free to reach out to our contact details for more help. Thank you and God bless your generosity. At the beginning of 2021, every nation churches all over the world started the year the way we start every year with a season of fasting together. Our theme was Awesome God. 
Now with 2022 fast approaching, I'm excited for our global family to gather together again for our annual week of prayer, fasting, and consecration. Consecration simply means setting ourselves aside to align with what God wants to do in our hearts, in our lives, in our churches, on our campuses, in our cities, and in our nations. Joshua 3.5 says, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. That's the foundational verse of this annual week of prayer, fasting, and consecration. We are calling every nation people all over the world to this time of consecration for the upcoming year. Our 2022 week of prayer, fasting, and consecration will be January 10 through 14. Our theme in 2022 will be abide, the power and beauty of God's word. I love the meaning behind the theme. And I hope you love it too, because you'll be seeing a lot of it in 2022. Abide will be our theme for most Every Nation events in the year, from our week of prayer, fasting, and consecration to our regional build conferences, our Every Nation campus conferences. There'll be all types of ways we'll be focusing on abiding in the Word. Every Nation leaders and churches have always placed a high premium on the authority and the truthfulness of Scripture. We know that God reveals Himself to us through His Word, and He uses it to transform and empower us. The word abide simply means to remain stable or fixed to a place. Like we do every year, we will provide a devotional guide based on the abide theme that'll help you go deeper in scripture and also help you record your prayer requests, your prayer answers, and different things that God might be speaking to you during this week of seeking Him. Also, that guide will be available on the Every Nation app. It'll be available on the YouVersion Bible app. And many of our churches will have it available in paper copies uh, in dozens of languages. And so I hope you can get that to help you through this week of seeking God at a new level. Also, as we've done in the past, we'll provide daily devotional videos by Every Nation preachers from all over the world and when the fast is over, we will package a six-part sermon series from the book of John on different aspects of the Word of God from John's perspective. I am really looking forward to this time of seeking God together, and I can't wait to see what God does deep inside of us as we put His Word front and center. May God bless you as you abide in His Word and allow His Word to abide in you. With 2022 fast approaching, I'm excited for our global family to gather together again for our annual week of prayer, fasting, and consecration. Consecration simply means setting ourselves aside to align with what God wants to do in our hearts, in our lives, in our churches, on our campuses, in our cities, and in our nations. Our 2022 week of prayer, fasting, and consecration will be January 10 through 14. Our theme in 2022 will be Abide, the power and beauty of God's Word. I am really looking forward to this time of seeking God together, and I can't wait to see what God does deep inside of us as we put His Word front and center. 
May God bless you as you abide in His Word and allow His Word to abide in you. Every year as a church, we pray and fast at the start of the year and mid-year because we want to know God more, go deeper in the Word, and be in faith for what He will do in and through us. When we fast, we declare that we want God more than food by denying ourselves for a time. Remember, pray about the kind of fast you will undertake and commit to it ahead of time. Do not decide on a day-to-day basis. Ask God for grace. Together, let's know God more and hear from Him during our prayer and fasting. How could we ever forget the year 2021? A Bible verse comes to mind in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 to 9. It says, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. And all I can say is it's all because of the grace of God. So let's look back at the goodness and faithfulness of our awesome God. Despite the reality of our physical distance, as a church, we found a way to stay connected. Welcome to our morning worship and prayer. Student leaders have gathered from across the nation and walked with one another through highs and lows. They were there always, even when it seemed like they weren't. God birthed new beginnings. We have launched our 111th Victory Church in the province. We're grateful for them and we celebrate with them and we're sending them off with the blessings of Abraham, Lord, that you will truly make them fruitful in the name of Jesus. Together, we serve as God's hands and feet to those in need, acknowledging that He first gave all that we need. Being a blessing to our community is never about our Sabi ko, Lord, this is you moving in this community pantry. I am so grateful to those people who invested those people na who really invested in us, invested in real life. Thank you, thank you so much. Our mission still continues, bridging the gap across generations, cultures, and locations through the gospel. Lord, help us to be able to connect and engage and to really journey with people. We are seeing God doing new things and we just have to prepare ourselves to embrace this new calling. As the leadership is transitioning to the locals, I am grateful that I am not advancing the kingdom of God alone. Everyone walking side by side, becoming the salt and light to our nation. He is going to do something new through you and me because we are His co-laborers. Even in our new normal, God has brought exceeding joy and new life as we worship Him together. In the church, the gathered ones are the ones who come together to share life and to share the labor. 
so that this world may get to know our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. Together, we pressed on and pursued God's mission because He is our ultimate source of hope, giving us the boldness and confidence to overcome any challenge. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses. In faith, we are believing God for greater expansion in us and through us this year. Let us continue to claim every campus in every nation to plant churches and to train the next generation leaders who will bring this gospel to all the nations. This 2022, as we abide in our awesome God and in His Word, we will continue to honor Him and make disciples together. So good day, Victory Carmona and Manggahan. So bago ang lahat, isang uh, mapagpalang araw sa ating lahat at maligayang bagong taon sa bawat isa. So yun nga, no? parang pagsapit ng bagong taon, ang dami nating, uh, ang dami nating ginagawa. Parang kadalasan yung bagong taon yung nagbibigay sa atin ng panibagong pag-asa sa buhay. Kung baga, parang ito yung nagiging reset button natin eh, kung ano man yung nangyari sa mga nagdaang taon. Yung parang uh, this past two years, ang daming nangyari, ang daming natin pinagdaanan, ang daming mga naganap sa buhay. At until now naman, hindi pa rin natin masasabing uh, labas na tayo sa pandemya na kung saan nabalot tayo ng takot, nabalot ng pangamba, nabalot ng kawalang pag-asa. At yung iba-iba yung pinagdaanan natin, iba-iba yung sakit na naramdaman, yung mga bawat pagising natin parang Meron pa bang kasiguraduhan? Yun yung mga napagdaanan. But this new year, I hope and I pray na yung mga na-experience natin on dal- nakaraang dalawang taon is enough for us to thank God because nandito tayo and we are here sa bagong taon, sa bagong buhay na meron tayo, hindi dahil sa kakayahan natin but because of His mercy and His grace. So, allow me to to, to greet everyone, yeah, happy, happy new year. So, during our uh, first, during our year, ginagawa natin madalas is, uh, we humble ourselves to God. Kaya next week, uh, we will have our prayer and fasting. So, prayer and fasting, uh, remind ko lang everyone, uh, this is not to twist the hand of God, but this is to humble ourselves to God, to hear more of Him, to to, to glorify Him, to set aside yung mga, yung mga, mga wants natin, but we were focused on Him. Parang ano yan, di ba? Kasi ako, hindi ako multitasking eh. So, every time na may gagawin ako, kailangan, uh, isang tabi ko muna yung iba and I will focus to these things. Same with our fasting. Hindi tayo nakapokus doon sa kailangan ng, ng flesh natin, but we will focus on our God. And that is, uh, that's why I invite everyone next week, uh, whole, whole week po yun, from Monday to Friday, we will have our prayer gathering on site for our prayer and fasting. So yun nga, ano kanina, as I, uh, habang, kung paano ako nag-start, habi ko kanina, ang dami natin pinagdaanan, no? And now, as New Year, 
yung iba gumawa na ng mga, pre, uh, mga New Year's resolution nila. So ako, ang New Year's resolution ko is hindi na ako gagawa ng New Year's resolution. Kasi hindi rin naman natutupad eh. But more of I will focus myself, uh, I will focus to God. Uh, share ko lang, 2019, nung bago mag, bago mag-pandemic, hindi ako gumawa ng, ng prayer goal. Dahil sabi ko, Lord, alam mo ko ano yung, alam mo ko ano yung kailangan ko. Alam mo kung ano yung desire ng heart ko. But this year, I want to focus unto you. I want to see you more and more. I want to know you more and more. And amazing things. God did amazing things into my, into my life this past two years. So, as we start, uh, I want, uh, I want to invite everyone to open our Bible in Luke verse 11 to 17. So, Happy New Year, pero may kita natin yung kwento na kung gaano kalungkot yung kwento, pero bakit ko sinimulan? So, may kita natin kung paano uh, gumalaw yung Panginoon sa buhay nung character natin sa story. And as well as, I hope, maintindihan natin kung paano gumagalaw yung Panginoon sa buhay natin. Kung paano niya tayo sustain noon, before pandemic, during pandemic, and I hope, and, and I believe He will sustain us even after this pandemic. So if you have your Bible with you, let us open to the book of Luke, verse, we will read uh, verse, uh, chapter 7, verse 11 to 17. So read with me, it says here, verse 11, Soon afterward, he went to a town called Nain, and his disciples, and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came up and touched the bier, and, and the bearer stood still, and he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all. And they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people, and this report about him spread through the whole of Judea and all the surrounding country. Shall we pray? Lord, once again, God, thank you for this brand new year that you have given unto us. Lord, marami kami pinagdaanan these past two years. And we're still in the pandemic, even this year, Panginoon. But we believe, God, that you will... Uh, kung paano mo kami sustain during those times, you will sustain us also during this brand new year, Panginoon. Salamat, O Lord, for, for a new hope, for new beginnings, for a, a new chances, O Lord, to know you more, to see your glorious face, O God, through this year, Panginoon. Lord, once again, I humbly bow down behind your cross, God. Use your servant. To use me mightily as a as, as your mighty instrument, O Lord, to deliver your words to your people. Once again, Lord, thank you for this time. We honor you. We glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. So, we will talk about the widows of Nain. So, a very, uh, a very sorrowful story na may kita natin sa book of Luke. And I believe each and every one of us, nagkaroon tayo ng ng mga pangamba, nagkaroon tayo ng mga 
uh, kumbaga, gigising tayo ng walang kasiguraduhan this past two years. And I believe yung iba sa atin nakaranas ng matinding pagsubok, na matinding sakit, na matinding dalamhate sa buhay natin. That's why sabi nga ni uh, Joseph Parker, one of the 19th century British preacher, I mean, preach to the suffering and you will never lack a congregation. Especially nowadays, there is a broken heart everywhere. A broken hope, a broken spirit, and even a broken personality. Ito yung bumalot sa mundo natin this past two years. And there is a desperate need for a message of true hope to overcome the despair and a power and, and of real power to overcome our weakness. This is what we need. San ba manggagaling yung true hope natin as we face this brand new year? San ba manggagaling yung real power natin to overcome our weakness as we as we study the situation of the widows of Nain, may kita natin dito yung, uh, tingnan natin yung iba't ibang karakter na nandito. The widow, Jesus, and the crowd. So, in this book, this, is, uh, this story is unique sa book ni Luke. May kita natin kung paano in-emphasize ni Luke yung karakter ni God in, in his book. Yung karakter ni God na compassionate God. May kita natin sa mga kwento ng uh, The Prodigal Son as well as sa, yeah, sa kwento ng The Widow of Nain and as well as sa kwento ng... Mamaya, pag-usapan natin. So, kung ano pa yung mga story na yun. So, I have a trick. Yun nga, yung tatlong condition ng mga characters na may kita natin. Number one is the catastrophe of the widow situation. The number two is the compassion of our Lord that brings comfort and hope. And then the last, last part, pag-usapan natin, the confession of His holiness that led to worship and declaration of His glory. So let's go to our first point, the catastrophe of the widow situation. In Luke 7 verse 12, sabi dito, A man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. She was a widow. Means she already lost her husband. She already experienced that grief when she lost her husband. Nawalan na siya ng asawa at alam niya yung pakiramdam kung paano mawalan, kung paano mamatayan ng loved ones. But hindi lang siya widow. In her condition now, she lost her son as well. Not just a son, ang sabi dito, but her only son. In other translation, it means begotten son. The one and only son of this widow. And namatay din. So may kita natin kung ano yung, ano yung magiging sitwasyon niya. Ano yung uh, implication nung pagkawala nung anak niya. She is now poor. She has no way to provide for herself. She will force to beg. In their culture na kung saan yung babae is not allowed to work, they depend on their husband for provision. 
And if their husband died, they depend to their son for provision. And if their son dies, nobody will provide to her. Kaya most of the story na makikita natin sa Bible about the widow, madalas they're asking for alms. Namamalimo sila. They are poor because they can't, they can't work, they can't provide for themselves. She is in her, in her darkest time. So these past two years, I believe sa, uh, most of us, these past two years become our darkest time. So ano-ano ba yung mga darkest moment sa buhay natin? Para sa iba, maybe it's depression. Or yung marami sa atin na wala ng trabaho. Yung iba naman, maybe nakaranas na aksidente, loss of body parts, or immobility. And most of us, sa, sa, sa social media, sa news, death of loved ones. Certain problem in life make us feel like this widow because similar to death, these problems are beyond our control. However, buti na lang hindi doon natapos yung situation ng widow. This miracle shows us that nothing, not even death, is beyond the control of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that is the situation of the widow. Yun yung darkest time. That is the condition na kung nasaan siya during that time. But because of, his, of her encounter to Jesus, let's go to our point, second point, the compassion of our Lord that brings comfort and hope. In verse 13, sabi doon, And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, do not weep. When the Lord saw her, He had compassion on her. Unique yung story ng, uh, ng, ng widows of Nain sa, sa, sa book of Luke. Walang ibang uh, sa hypnosis of the Bible na binanggit itong story to. Why? Because Luke highlight the character of God with, which is a compassionate God. So when Jesus saw yung widow of this widow na namatay ng anak, ano yung ano yung nagreaction niya? He had compassion on her. It's just saying, "I feel your pain in my heart." Compassion means the uh, the word literally is related to the word bowels. Kumbaga, merong sa kaloob-looban mo na hindi mo mapigilan na kailangang lumabas. It describes the feeling that come from deep inside. Jesus telling na, nung nakita niya yung widow, na magkaroon siya ng compassion because he feel the pain in his heart. He feel the pain personally. In other words, it was not just an intellectual sympathy. Jesus felt deeply for, for this hurting woman. In Orthodox Jewish Bible, it translates as heavenly compassion. So wow, si Christ mismo yung nakaramdam nung sakit na pinagdaraanan nung, uh, of this widow. So Jesus is moved and is compassionate and see the pain of this woman. And this reminds us today, He sees our pain. So nakita niya yung sakit na pinagdaraanan ng widow na to. 
And this reminds us also today that He sees our pain. That He is not a distant God. Alam niya at nararamdaman niya yung sakit na pinagdaraanan natin. He sees our tears. He moved by our heartache and pain. Compassion is firmly connected with mercy. Imagine yun, another story that uh, na unique, the book of Luke, the Good Samaritan. The reaction of Good Samaritan. In Luke 10 verse 32, Verse 33, But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and, and when he saw him, he had compassion. Same with the prodigal son. And the father of the prodigal son, it says in, in Luke 15, verse 20, And he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Compassion is firmly connected with mercy. He is not distant. Jesus is not distant. Our God, our Lord is not distant. He's not hard to approach. He moved by our pain in our situation and he loves us. He has a plan. He has a purpose. In our pain, Jesus has not had not been asked to perform miracle during this time. When nasa lubong niya, yung uh, yung yung libing, yung ano yung procession ng libing papunta sa papunta sa cemetery nila. Nung nakita niya to, he he had not been asked to perform miracles. Instead, he was moved by the mute appeal of human sorrow and distress. Naramdaman niya, and he was moved by that sorrow and pain of this widow. He was touched by the tears of a lonely mother who had lost her son. Moved with, with deep compassion, he spoke to her a word of hope. So, nakita, niya, na, nakita niya yung luha ng mother who had lost her son. He was moved with a deep, deep compassion na hindi niya makuntin sa sarili niya na kailangan niyang ilabas. And he spoke to her a word of hope. Ano yung word of hope na yun? Do not weep. Wow. Paano naging word of hope yung do not weep? Actually, tears are restorative. Di ba minsan, para lang mapagaan yung bigat na nararamdaman mo, kailangan mo umiyak. Para lang maibsan yung sakit sa loob mo, minsan kailangan natin iiyak. Tears are restorative. Actually, you would consider heartless or unkind if you go to a funeral, then tell the family member, stop crying, do not weep. Imagine, pumunta ka ng funeral, pumunta ka ng lamay, then sasabihin mo sa pamilya, wag na kayong umiyak, okay lang yan. You will consider heartless or unkind if you go, or if, you, if you will say to that family, do not weep. But in this instance, he is lovingly calling upon this woman for a spark of trust in him. During this instance, Jesus is telling, uh, telling her, Look at me. I can do something about the cause of your grief. He is not insensitive. 
Jesus knows what is going what she is going through better than anyone else. He is there to help. Church, I believe in our situation, Jesus knows what we're going through better than anyone else. And even better than ourselves. Alam ng Panginoon kung ano yung pinagdaraanan natin. And if we go to, to Him, He is there to help us. There is a hope that comes through His compassion. If we want to be an effective witness for Christ, then we must ask Him to deepen our compassion for the lost. Let me repeat that. If we want to be an effective witness for Christ, then we must ask Him to deepen our compassion to the lost. If we believe, or if, if we believe that we are Christians, we are called by our God. Ask our Lord to deepen our compassion to the lost for us to be an effective, effective witness of who He is in our lives. In Luke 7, verse 14, Then he came up and touched the bier, and the bear stood still, and he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. We understand how strong. Dito may kita natin kung gano ka-strong yung compassion ni Jesus for this widow. Bakit? Because he touched the bier. Actually, during their time, if you are a rabbi, a teacher, or a prophet, it, uh, it makes you unclean if you touch the beer, uh, if you touch the beer, or yung, yung kabaong or pinagdadalhan ng patay. You will consider it ceremonially unclean. But because of, how, because of the strong compassion of Jesus to this widow, he did not hesitate to touch the beer. His compassion is not bounded by laws. Then he came up and touched the bear, and the bear stood still, and he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. There's great power in God's word. There's great power in God's word. He spoke to the universe into existence through his word. If we will read Genesis, all God's di God did is to, he spoke, he spoke, he speak and speak and speak, and the universe come into existence. More than 900 years ago, before Jesus performed this miracle, two great prophets ever live in Israel did the same miracle. So, sino sila? In 1 Kings 17, verse 21 to 22, says there, then he stretched him himself upon the child three times and cried to the Lord, O Lord my God, let this child's life come into him again. And the Lord listened to the voice of Elijah, and the life of the child came into him again, and he revived. This is Elijah raised the sand of the widow of Sarephat. And the other prophet in 2 Kings 4.33-34, So he went, in and shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Then he went up and laid on child, putting his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes, and his hands on his hands. And as he stretched himself upon him, 
the flesh of the child become war warm. This is Elisha, raised the Shunammite woman's son. Now, two prophets from the history of Israel also raised dead people into life. But, ano yung ginawa nila? They prayed to God. In each and these cases, they, they depended on God. Because they believed that God is the source of life. And God answered their prayer and raised raised the dead to life. They didn't have power and authority over the power of death. They prayed to the one who had. Elijah and Elisha prayed to God, and God answered their prayer. God <clears throat> bring life to these dead sons of the widow. But Jesus said, Young man, I say to you, Arise. Young man, I say to you, arise. What happened? The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Jesus' authority to give life comes from within himself because Jesus is the author of life and life given. Giver. He did not pray to God, he commanded life to come into this dead body the power of god's word gives us great hope because it can bring change to our hopeless situation church we are once dead with our sin but because of the word of god as we hear and receive the word of god it brings new life not just to us not just physically but also a spiritual life we are born again because of his word because of the power of his word and i hope that in our hopeless situation san tayo tatakbo ano yung pupuntahan natin if we are in a in a, in a darkest time of our life let's go back to the word of god i hope that it will give us enough encouragement that it will give us light into our darkest situation. Only Jesus' words have the power to give life. Jesus' words give us true joy and hope. His word gave us the meaning of life and purpose. But the question is, are we listening to the voice of our Lord? Are we listening to the voice of our Lord? During this time, are we reading the voice of our, the word of our Lord? I hope hindi rin naka-quarantine yung mga Bible natin these past two years. And I hope and I pray that during our darkest time, we will run unto His promises we will run unto his word. New beginning, bagong taon. I hope na as we start our years, let's start with deeper communication with our God. Let's start hearing his voice. Let's start reading our Bible. Because I believe that the word of God 
is the true source of light in this dark in this darkest time of our life. Sabi natin kanina, there is a desperate need for a message of true hope to overcome the despair and of real power to overcome our weakness. What is the source of our of the of this true hope and what is the source of this power? The answer is the life-giving word of Christ is a message of power and hope in a word of weakness and despair. Balik ako sa question ko anina. Are we listening to the voice of our Lord? Hope, yan din yung maging question natin. Araw-araw, naririnig ba natin yung tinig ng Panginoon? Naririnig ba natin yung instruction niya sa buhay natin? Yung encouragement niya sa bawat sitwasyon na meron tayo. And then, as people saw this miracle na ginawa ni Jesus, na makita nila kung paano nag-overflow yung compassion ni Christ, kung paano yung word niya nagbigay buhay sa anak ng widow, ano yung naging response nila? This is our third point. Confession of His holiness that, lead, that led to worship and declaration of His glory. In Luke 7, verse 16, Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited His people. Those who were present and heard and saw what was done there, fear seized them all. Actually, the fear, yung fear dito is not a fear of dread or a fear of terror or a fear because of punishment, but a fear and reverence of divine majesty. It means a total surrender to Him, respecting Him and obeying Him. The Lord's goodness as well as the Lord's greatness are to be feared. And yung fear na yun, ano yung implication sa atin? We will worship Him. We will surrender Him to Him. And we will obey His command. We will obey His word. Fear is them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited His people. Fear is them all, and they glorified God. They praised Him and gave thanks to Him, ascribing this amazing action to divine power and gave glory to God because of this action. Church, I believe lahat tayo may story kung paano kumilos yung Panginoon sa buhay natin. Pero madalas, kung nasa sitwasyon tayo na Parang dead end na. Nakakalimutan natin yung mga bagay na yun. I hope and I pray na sa bawat sitwasyon na pinagdaraanan natin, mas maalala natin yung kabutihan ng Panginoon sa buhay natin. Maalala natin yung mga bagay na ginawa niya noon. And I believe, gagawin niya ngayon at sa mga susunod pang panahon if we will obey and will listen to His voice. They glorified God. 
And this report about him spread through the whole of Judea and all surrounding country. Amazing. Yung mga naka, nakasaksi, yung mga nakakita ng miracle na ginawa ni Christ. They spread the good news. They spread the gospel. The gospel was preached to Judea and surrounding country. Church, evangelism is not a job of salesmen who persuades people to believe in Christ. It is our job. Tulad sinabi ko kanina, I believe lahat tayo naka-experience ng biyaya, grasya, at pagmamahal ng Panginoon. And I hope na na-experience natin yun, hindi makontain sa sarili natin, but we want to share those experiences to other people. We want to share the blessings of God to other people. Not because para ipagyabang kung anong meron tayo, but for us to glorify our God. And in that situation, we will become an effective witness of Christ in our lives. We will, uh, it will give us an opportunity to share the gospel. It will give us an opportunity to share who Jesus is, especially to the lost, especially to those people, to those people na nasa darkest time ng buhay nila. It is not a, it is not the job of a salesman to persuade people to believe in Christ. It is the job of us, of every Christian, to share the good news, to share Jesus, to share the Word of God to the lost and to other people. As witness of God's mercy and compassion, it's our task to share the gospel to the lost. The ministry should not only happen within the confines of the church, but the gospel must also be proclaimed in every square inch of the word. Let me repeat that. The ministry should not only happen within the confines of the church, but the gospel must also be proclaimed in every square inch of the word. We don't need to be a scholar of the, of the Bible for us to share the gospel to other people. Habi ko kanina, yung first-hand experience natin ng kabutihan, pagmamahal, biyaya, at grasya ng Panginoon is enough for us to share Jesus to these people, especially those people na nasa madilim na parte ng buhay nila. Because minsan, yung mga ganitong sitwasyon, mas kailangan nila ng encouragement based on our experience than the, than the theolo theological term na mababasa natin sa Bible. May kita nila yung totoong paggalaw ng Panginoon sa buhay natin, pero ang tanong, nakikita nga ba nila sa buhay natin? The way we, the, uh, in our action, in, uh, sa bawat, sa bawat salitang lumalabas sa bibig natin, nakikita nga ba ng tao na buhay ang Panginoon sa buhay natin personally? This is a great challenge for us. Lalo ngayon, bagong taon. Habi ko kanina, parang reset eh. Pero tuloy-tuloy lang naman yung taon. Tuloy-tuloy lang naman yung mga araw. Pero kung sa tingin natin sa iba na this is a time to reset ourselves, then go. Pero paano mo sisimulan? Paano mo sisimulan na ipakita sa mga tao na buhay ang Panginoon sa, personally sa buhay mo? Read the Word of God. Andito yung mga instruction niya for us. 
Andito yung hope na hindi kayang pantayan ng kung ano mang meron tayo. Andiyan yung pagmamahal na ibinigay niya para sa atin. If we go, kung gusto natin, or if, if we want to have deeper relationship with God, talk to Him and read His Word. I believe, kusang mag-overflow yan with our action and with our words na makikita ng tao, hindi yung kabutihan natin, kundi yung kabutihan ng Panginoon na ating sinasamba. The encounter with Jesus, even in the most broken situation, transforms one's life and make an impact in the community. The encounter with Jesus, even in the most broken situations, transforms one's life and makes an impact in our community. Church, pain and suffering are universal part of our humanity because we are in this fallen world. But in spite of what's going on in our environment, we have a God, a compassionate God, who knows our pain, who experiences our pain, and loves us most. As I end, let me end with this verse in 1 Peter 5.10. It says here, And after you have suffered a little, a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. He is not, on, he is not only aware of our suffering. He feels it. No pain or suffering has ever come to us that has not first passed through the heart and hand of God. Wala tayong naramdaman na sakit at pagdurusa na hindi naramdaman ng Panginoon natin. However greatly we may suffer, it is well to remember that God is the great sufferer. He suffered for our sins. Every time that we are in our darkest time or in our darkest situation, look unto that cross. Yung nararamdaman nating sakit, pagdurusa, dalamhati ngayon, hindi natin maikukumpara sa sakit, dalamhati at pagdurusa na sinapit ni Christ, na tinanggap niya sa cross. Why? Because He loved us. However greatly we may suffer, it is well to remember that God is our great, is the great sufferer. But this is his promise, his word, in Revelation 21, verse 4. He will wipe away every tears, every tear from their eyes, and death shall not be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. He will wipe every tears in our eyes. This is the promise of our God. As we suffer today, yes, part ng buhay natin yan. Suffering, pain is real. But God promised us that one day, when He, will, when he establishes kingdom, He will wipe away the tears from our eyes, and death shall not be no more. 
this will give us hope na after the life we, ha we have here on earth, we have an eternal life na kung saan wala nang pagdurusa, walang luha, wala nang suffering. The life under the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the source of life and He will wipe away all tears from the eyes of those who listen and trust Him. Church, I encourage everyone as we start the year, I hope that we humble ourselves to God, we praise Him, and whatever the situation is, yung action, yung mga word na lumalabas sa bibig natin, I hope and I pray <clears throat> that our desire is to glorify Him. And as we glorify God, I hope na yung buhay natin, yung yung glory ni God magliwanag sa atin at magreflect sa ibang tao. For these people who lo, who, lo, who lost this their hope, magkaroon din ng magkaroon din ng pag-asa by seeing the goodness of our Lord through us. Shall we pray, Lord? Thank you God for another year na ibinigay mo sa amin. Salamat Panginoon na Sinamahan mo kami ng mga nagdaang taon. And we pray, God, na patuloy mo kaming samahan, gabayan, at yung biyaya, grasya, at pagmamahal mo, yung patuloy na mag-sustain sa amin sa mga darating pang taon. As we start 2022, we pray, God, that you give the desire into our heart to focus unto you, to look unto you, O God, na hindi may hinder ng anumang nangyayari sa paligid namin, yung, yung relasyon namin sa inyo, Panginoon. We want to seek you more. We want to see your face clearly, God. But Lord, we believe na hindi namin kaya without the help of the, of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we humbly, we humbly ask you to guide us, to teach us your ways, to give us encouragement and even rebuke us, O oh God, sa mga pagkakataong lumilihis kami sa, sa landas na, inil, na itinalaga mo para sa amin. Panginoon, maraming maraming salamat. Dahil tunay nga ang iyong mga salita ang nagbibigay buhay at ikaw mismo ang source ng buhay, Panginoon. Lord, thank you for loving us unconditionally. Even na hindi kami karapat dapat to receive that love from me. Jesus, thank you for dying on that cross for us to, to become righteous in, that, in, the, in the front of the Father. Not because of our righteousness, but because of your righteousness. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you for the hope na pangahawakan namin sa pagsisimula ng taon hanggang sa pagtatapos nito, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a new perspective to focus unto you, to focus unto you more than the things na nangyayari sa paligid namin. And Lord, once more, use us mightily as your effective instrument to share the gospel, to share the good news, to share the love of Christ to other people, especially to those people who are in a hopeless situation. Once again, Lord, sa bawat hakbang, 
sa bawat gawain, sa bawat sa bawat tao na makakasama, makakasalamuha namin ikaw ang aming maitaas. Maraming maraming salamat sa pagmamahal mo sa pag-ibig at sa biyaya walang sawa mong pinagkakalob sa bawat isa. Muli Panginoon, tinataas namin ang iyong pangalan. Ikaw at ikaw lang ang aming sasambahin. Sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen and Amen. Oh. Happy New Year let and the service has ended. Thank you at maging pagpapahala tayo sa bawat isa. See you next week for our new series, Abide. God bless everyone. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.